Hi, no applause, just the clap co-host Doug here. This episode is the Johnny Young Bosch panel we attended at NDK 2016. That's right, the voice of Canada from Akira, the voice of Vash the Stampede. So please enjoy this NDK 2016 exclusive episode. <laughs> starting to work now. How you guys doing? It's going to be karaoke tonight. All right. <laughs> I got the lyrics and everything. Um, I'm Johnny Humbosh. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I have to have this with me everywhere I go, so I remember. Um, but if you don't know who I am, dude, this one's. Drop the mic. I choose you. Johnny Young Bosch, and uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm uh, an actor, voice actor, musician. Who went to the concert last night? Yeah! Oh, right. A couple of you, thanks for going. The rest of you, shame on you. <laughs> we don't have another concert, but tonight at 6 we have a panel, in here actually, and uh, we will be doing a Q&A. Um, and you can come and join us, and we will plug in, actually, and if you ask questions, we will sing the answers back to you. Yeah. It will be very stupid, so. Um, and anyway, so, so I got my start as Adam in Power Rangers. Uh, Power Rangers. Ooh, all right. You guys like that show? Um, um, and then I got into voiceover, uh, Vash and Trigun. Ichigo and Bleach, Lush and Code Geass, yeah! um, Isaiah and Da 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 Da. Yeah! Are you guys gonna do that for everything? Yeah! <laughs> Keep naming them. I'm gonna name one that you won't know. Uh, oh, here's one. Solo, Melody of Oblivion. Liars. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't even watch that one. <laughs> Adachi, yes, in Yu Narakami. What was it? Gonkutsu? Oh, Guy Cecile, yes, and Emil. And Tails stuff. Blue Exorcist, yes, sorry. So you guys know. You guys know better than I do. Renton Thurston? Renton Thurston, yes. 
Artemis. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Oh, Makoto. Yeah, Makoto, yes. Yes. Rosie Makoto. And God Eater. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Why did God and Rafa? Yes. And uh, how about uh, Nero, Devil May Cry? Sasori, yes. Kiba. Kiba and Wolf's Rain, yeah. Wolf's Rain fans. Huh? Zero? Zero? Zero, Nero, zero? Zero. Both. <laughs> I was a couple of zeros, actually. Um, but anyways, okay, so this is a Q&A. Uh, you guys could uh, start thinking up some questions, and I will do my best to answer them. Um, and if we start running into where you guys have no questions, then uh, I will just tell stories. Yeah. Which I have some really stupid stories, so. Awesome. Some of you have already heard, I'm sure. Yes? Every Power Ranger I meet, so I'm going to ask you two. I want you to think of two people to run for president. The problem is they can't be obtainable, so pass away or fictional. Who do you choose? You asked this to Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was going to be something related to Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, so somebody, somebody not fictional? Or... Somebody passed away or fictional. They can't be obtainable, though. Can they have already been a president? <laughs> can we, can I, I could do like Lincoln, you know, Abraham Lincoln maybe? Uh, uh, let's see. What? The, uh, the vampire killer one though. Uh, uh, gosh. Um, who, uh, Guy Cecile. <laughs> uh, I don't know about it. No, not Rosu. Not Rosu. Um, Nero, no way. Um, all right, now, all right. Let me think. Okay, a character. I'll think of a character then. Okay. Um, it's got Ichigo wouldn't do it, man. He'll just, he'll just get tired of things. And be like, ah. Lelouch? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you guys are nuts. Man, I would I would lean more towards like Vash or Vash uh, Maybe Makoto or something. Somebody friendly. Uh, probably Vash. Yeah? Is it hot in here? It's hot in here. It's hot. It's really hot. Alright. Yes. Alright, so uh, not too long ago, some shots of you uh, shots showing up on uh, social media. Oh dear. Uh, oh, with Ruben. Like full mocap here? Yeah. So, oh, and a lot of people thought it was Devil May Cry. So, yeah. So, and we had to take the pictures down. Regardless of whether or not you can or cannot confirm. I'll tell you right now that that was not Devil May Cry 5. Oh. Um, <laughs> It wasn't, yeah, it was not Devil May Cry 5, um, but the project, because it, it, because we posted, but we didn't say what it was, but everybody started assuming that, we were asked to take it down, because people were like, you know, assuming. Now that doesn't mean that we're not going to be working on it. Um, I like not confirming or denying. But you should follow me. <laughs> on Instagram 
because if I end up somewhere where that would be taking place, maybe I could be there for that. Um, it, it depends on what it is. I think any of the, a lot of the flying, like the rigging, you know, wire, wire work stuff, they usually have the stunt guys do that. Um, um, yeah, well, it's not that fun to be rigged up in a thing, you know, it's, it's, it's not comfortable. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it, I mean, if you like getting into the things, like if you like doing your own stunts, it's pretty cool, you know, I, I enjoy it, but, you know, it's easier and faster for them to shoot that with the stunt guys while we're doing uh, our, the acting stuff, um, but we'll do a lot of the physicality um, without that, you know, basically, if they're crashing into something, then it's probably going to be them crashing into it, unless it's like a, you know, small fall or whatever, you know, uh, it doesn't really matter, but uh, I'll tell you a funny story, uh, I was actually there with Ruben working on something else, um, but uh, he he was one of the he was a male character and obviously I was a male character too. But then I, it was his he was doing a scene and it was him like and a couple of girls and uh, they were walking or whatever and then they had to get into a pose and uh, and they only had one female so they asked me to be the other female. <laughs> and so the funny thing is like with those motion capture suits like they had like this big screen behind us. And you could see the character. So if you're standing there, you know, when I was my character, I could see what he looked like, and I could, you know, do all the reactions or whatever and move and get to see him doing the same stuff. And so when I got on there as the female, I saw her. And, uh, and uh, like, I, I didn't know that I walked like a dude at all. <laughs> Until we did the first take, and I'm, like, walking. I'm thinking I'm just walking normal, right? But like when I played it back, like everybody's busting up, including myself, because like I was like walking like this, like a cowboy or something. I was like, what the heck? Do I really walk like that? And then and I was like, all right, all right, no, I'm gonna let me try it again. And I tried to walk more like a female, and it still just looks so awkward. It's like, and it's just like not, it just wasn't working. They're like, all right, Johnny, go sit down. Uh, so, I walk like a dude. <laughs> yes. Since uh, Super Sentai and the fighting scenes from Power Rangers are directly cut from that, like, what was the splicing like on the show? Because you would stand there and you would be like, shift into turbo, and then it would be the Japanese fighting scene. So, mm -hmm. like, how often were you actually in the ranger suit? Uh, we were in the ranger suits when we were taking the helmets off. Yes, hold on. Or putting them on. Um, and uh, a lot of times uh, it was stock footage from Japan. Uh, th we're talking about Power Rangers. Uh, if you ever watched the show, um, basically like whenever we'd get into the, the suits or whatever, or the giant megazords and robots and whatnot, then uh, that, that stuff would cut to 16 millimeter footage that was grainy and old. And you're like, mm, this looks weird. Um, but that was because it was stock footage. Uh, they did shoot a lot of it as well, though. Uh, at some point, we did start shooting more of that, but that was still the stunt team um, uh, and not us. We did, I mean, obviously just our city fights, civilian fights, and, uh, you know, and, and that stuff. Most times, the helmet stuff was the stunt guys or stock footage. Um, the movie was a little different, though, obviously, because it was, there was no stock footage for that. 
Um, and my double broke his leg, and so I had to do my stunts. All, I, all the ninja stuff was me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, in the back. Yes. You forgot it? <laughs> all right. <laughs> you got it? Okay, go for it. Uh, definitely Star Wars for me. Yeah! Um, I mean, I like Star Trek, but uh, my dad was like watched it all the time. But for me, you know, uh, more Star Wars is kind of cooler. <laughs> the Force. I'd sit in my room when I was little, <laughs> trying to move things. I still do it. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, sister right here. Why'd you use your geos on her? What? Why'd you use your geos on your sister? Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is not my sister. <laughs> well, because you said it. La douche. He's, he's kind of a douchebag. You know, he's, he's not... Kind of, yeah, kind of. Well, kind of, he is, alright? So, yeah. <laughs> Yes? Um, so, another Kogiyas related question is if you had to pick your running mate, if Lelouch was running for president, who would your running mate, running mate be and why? If Lelouch was running for president? If you go down to Lelouch or Trump? Oh, oh. my goodness. Um, hmm. Uh, running mate. Okay. Lelouch? <laughs> it would have to be like another douchey character, I think. Right? Or someone not so nice. I'm with Voldemort. <laughs> he would never be vice president. He'd be uh, sad. Would he kill you? 20 minutes. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Isaiah actually would probably be a good running mate. Isaiah, yeah. And manipulate everyone, you know. And, Just to study them. But they would work together really well, I think. They'd always be playing chess. Holding babies. With a knife. <laughs> yeah, the back. The moralistic meaning behind Akira. <sighs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty deep, man. That's deep. Now I gotta think about it. Um, I'm not really sure. I'd have to watch it again, uh, or really actually think about it to give you a serious answer. Um, so I don't know. Boy, do you have an answer? Or you just want to make it complicated for me this morning? Yes, what hair? Yeah. Zero. I hate and that guy. Hero. So I'm kind of wondering how the child killer came around. Were they like, Johnny, you're perfect. You look like you. <laughs> 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 I'd actually be like, hey guys, I've got the perfect voice for this. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
I don't remember if I auditioned for that. I think it was a role they just kind of cast me in. Um, and, uh, and I remember Tony Oliver was directing that. Um, and I went in and he started describing the character. He's a child killer. Uh, I was like, wait, what? Like, what? Really? Um, and then, uh, and so, the, the, he's just nuts. The character is, is crazy. Um, but his killing and all that, it, it's, he, he treats it like his art, you know, and he looks at it as art and whatever. Um, and so, if, at first I was like, Tony, I don't know, man, this guy, I, I hate him so much, it's hard for me to play him or be him. I just hate this guy. Um, and he's like, just ignore all that. <laughs> just ignore all that. Um, and just focus on the art. <laughs> just, just think it's paint. It's not blood. Um, and so, so I was like, all right, so I just kind of ignored that whole part of it and just treated it as art the whole time. Um, so it was, uh, you know, that's what I did. But. A psychotic artist? Exactly. And my second question is much smaller, and I was just curious, you don't have to, would you mind doing Enter the Amazing Guy for my friend here? <laughs> I think Guy is from Tales. Enter the Amazing Guy! <laughs> All right, okay. don't clap for that, come on. <laughs> Yes. Um, can you dab for us? Oh my gosh. That's this thing, right? Yeah. Nah, I don't want it. It's almost like you're sneezing into your arm. Yeah. You know? Maybe dab and sweat on Are you holding an arm up back then? Yeah. Oh, there is a person there, okay. It's like, is that a real arm? Oh, but, oh. You just stole somebody else's question. <laughs> you can have the next one, don't worry. Yes? Um, do you like tater tots? <laughs> do I like tater tots? Uh, it, uh, I, if they're like warm and crispy on the outside and soft on the inside, yes. That's the way they're supposed to be, by the way. They're not supposed to be... No oh, no, salt, definitely. <laughs> Gotta have salt. Which is bad for you guys. <laughs> yes? Somebody asked about a photo? The mod cap photo. Oh, the mo cap stuff, right. It's for Double Man Pride Cross, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> One of these days you'll get it. <laughs> yes. So I snooped through your IMDb credits, and you have a random credit for Officer Johnny on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> is that a real credit, or is it a misnomer? All right, so here's the thing. <laughs> IMDb is much like Wikipedia. That's what I was um, wondering. Anybody can post whatever on there. Um, I think as long as you have like an IMDb Pro account or something. And so I have things on there that I have not been in. So no Officer Johnny. I don't know who Officer Johnny is. <laughs> like I said, I'm like, really? Yeah. 
No, there's a, there's a, there's been a couple. At one point, I was in bridesmaids. <laughs> uh, the other question is: Do you ever get tired of being asked if you're related to the artist with the same last name? Hieronymus, uh, whatever. Yeah. Had a Hieronymus. I haven't been asked that that often, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. No. So I'm guessing it's not a relation then. I really don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I've never really looked into my like uh, ancestry, I guess, that much. Um, but that would be kind of cool if I was. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just the spark plugs. <laughs> no? Okay. Does anybody know? Right. Yeah. Lelouch back there in the back. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> if I could what? A season three of Code Geass uh, with Lelouch in it? <laughs> um, well, it should be like, oh, how many of you guys have seen uh, Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the uh, other world? The upside down? Upside down. Yeah, the upside down. It would be the upside down. And Lelouch would be there. <laughs> and start writing that, okay? Yes? I have two questions. One, if you if you've read the ending of Bleach, how do you feel about it? I haven't read the ending. Okay. How do you feel about the shift of Ichigo and all of Are you, Is that how it ended? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Spoilers. It's a lizard. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's kind of funny actually because I did this thing for Hawaii and we made a joke about Ichigo having a baby. But uh, but uh, I haven't read it, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> How do I feel? Well, I mean, it has to end, and I, I oh, with instead of Rukia, I, I think that's fine. I mean, Rukia's a dead chick, and you know, <laughs> it's got like a, it's like a dead body suit, you know, it's like walking around in somebody else's body. It's just weird. Um, so, yeah. But Orihime can't cook, so you're <laughs> gonna have a hard time. Yes. Oh, this scene? Oh my goodness. Uh, I'll do the, let's see, I can probably do the laugh. Let me, um, um, okay. It's not gonna be, uh, it's gonna be kind of, cause, you know, no motivation, I can't even see what's going on. No, it's not. Stop changing the motivation. <clears throat> I don't even know if I can laugh right now.
Yes. Oh. You're so nice. Um, <laughs> um, so you just keep giving it to others. <laughs> um, so when you were dubbing over the battle scenes in Power Rangers, you know, like the booyah and stuff like that, do you think that helped you uh, when you moved up to anime and stuff like that? Um. Uh, I mean, that that stuff was doing the fight reactions. That's all very natural for me, just because I'm a martial artist. Um, yeah. So it's very comfortable, and I've always been really good at, at doing that. A lot of times on the fly, like throughout, like Bleach. You know, a lot of times we just, it's just they just roll it, and then I chase the action. You know, um, but uh, no, I don't think so. Not really, because um, we. I mean, it, that was just. I mean, it was all helmet head stuff, so we never really had to match flaps. That's that's when things get tricky. Um, you know, especially with Japanese, because they don't always finish their sentences, or when they're speaking, they pause a lot. You know, it's like Captain Kirk or whatever. <laughs> so you gotta like try to make that natural, um, which is also tricky. But uh, but the, I mean, I I don't know if it really helped me to be honest. Uh, umbrella sword. Me. <laughs> Sorry, who? Oh. <laughs> Man, that's a good one. They're very similar. In personality, at least. Um, I probably have to say Ichigo. Yeah. Only because every time you think he's dead, <laughs> he's only becoming stronger. Uh, but they both have that, you know, inner demon inside them as well. But, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Same problems, I guess. <laughs> yes. Who was more fun to play, um, Ichigo or Iza? Um, you know, I well, I feel like maybe Ichigo because I I could relate to Ichigo a little bit more, um, and I got to fight a lot of things, which is kind of fun. Um, but Iza is is a lot of fun though. He's just a completely different character, you know. Um, and, and obviously we've been doing his stuff here lately or whatever. Um, and, yeah, I just, I love the character of Isaiah. Very cliche thing, could you also say Bankai? <laughs> In Isaiah's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll say Bankai. Bankai! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell a story. So I'm tired of answering those questions. You. I'm just kidding. Um, no, because I'm running out of time. Um, all right, so I'm gonna tell a story. That okay? Well, how about the quarter story? You've heard it a thousand times. Who's heard? Who's heard the quarter story? Really? Okay. All right. So a couple of you have. So sorry, you guys. It's the same story, but I'm gonna tell it for the rest of you guys. This is a true story. Okay. So uh, every time I go to work, I take the freeway. And so obviously coming back home, I take the freeway, and uh, I exit the off-ramp, and there's like this light there um, at the end of this off-ramp, and then I turn left to go under the overpass and head on home. But always on that corner where that light is, before I make a left, there's like always like some homeless guy standing on that corner there. There's always been, um, just holding the sign or whatever. And I've always ignored homeless dudes on the corner, it, especially because like I'm in my car, like I, I'm not saying don't give money to people, but uh, 
in my car, I feel like, you know, I got my seatbelt on, they could jack me, you know, and I'd be like, ah, I'm stuck, I can't fight back. So I just feel weird. That's my, that's me, just weird. Uh, so anyway, so I usually ignore them. Uh, this one day, I exit the off-ramp, and there's like four or five cars in front of me. So it's like from here, a little bit past that wall there. Um, four or five cars in front of me, it's a red light, and behind me pulls up this monster truck. And it's got tinted windows, big huge tires, and I can feel the vibration of the engine just right, just like rumbling the earth in my car, and I'm kind of like freaking out. And then I, in my mind, I see as soon as that turns green, it's like, monster run is gonna run us all over, right? So I'm like panicking slightly in my mind. Um, and I have these leftover carrots in the Ziploc bag that I had from lunch, and I'm like scarfing them down kind of fast, like it's my last supper. <laughs> I'm eating them all up, you know? And I look over this corner expecting to see some homeless guy that I'm gonna ignore, uh, but I see a homeless woman. And I felt bad, I was like, man, that could be my mom, you know? And I just, I felt instantly like I needed to do something. Um, and I just finished all these carrots, you know? So I had an empty Ziploc bag, and if you, I mean, LA, it might be the same here, I'm not really sure, but in LA, for sure, you've gotta pay for parking everywhere. So my cup holders are just full of quarters, like all the time. And so this, they're just full of them. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give her these quarters. So I scooped up all these quarters and I put them in the Ziploc bag. And I'm like, whoa, it's like three pounds worth of quarters. <laughs> you know? And uh, again, she's like four or five cars in front of me. So me like past that wall. And uh, I've never done this before. So I just assume roll down my window, put my hand out like this and she'll come get it, right? So roll down my window. I put my hand out, three pound bag of quarters like this, and she sees me, she's got a sign, and she's like this. <laughs> and I'm like, what? do I get out? What? This was a toss it to you? Um, I don't know how this is supposed to work. Um, and then as I'm like, like going, huh? Uh, the light turns green. And I think these cars, these four or five cars in front of me, must have felt the vibration as well, because they took off. They were gone. So instinctively, I felt like I had to start going. Right? So I started going, and uh, as I'm approaching this homeless lady, I look down, I'm like going 20 miles an hour now with a three-pound bag of quarters in my hand. And I'm like, well, I can't stop now, because Monster Truck is right behind me. And if I stop suddenly, he will run me over. And so I'm freaking out. I'm not sure what to do. It's like, uh, just get it, throw it in her gut, and she's like, oh, good, you know? Or what if she hangs on to it too long and I pull her under my car and kill her? What if I hang on to it too long and I get dragged out and I die? I'm like freaking out, like panicking, monster truck behind me, three pound bag of quarters, I don't know what to do, 20 miles an hour. And I was like, Johnny. <laughs> I had this moment of clarity. It's like, Johnny, you're a martial artist. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> this is where that Star Wars instead of Star Trek thing came Use the force. So there I was, 20 miles an hour, three pound bag of quarters, and I thought within this few seconds, all I have to do, 20 miles an hour is go, uh. And I watch this three pound bag of quarters fall gracefully into her hands. And so there I was approaching her at 20 miles an hour, three pound bag of quarters, and I was like, all right, Johnny, ready? And now, and I released. And if you've ever been in an accident, <laughs> time slows down. Um, and uh, I have said this before, but I think like God hits a slow motion button. He's like, Jesus, Moses, come on, grab some popcorn. I hit slow mo on this one. This one's gonna be good. We'll play this back a lot when he's dead. And the first thing he sees 
Um, and so there I was. I released this three-pound bag of quarters, and I watched it fly at 20 miles an hour <laughs> into the air towards this homeless woman. Three pounds with her quarters. Smacks her in the face. The bag rips open. Quarters fall glistening in the sunlight as she goes down. I'm driving by her so fast, the only thing I could do is this. No! It's going so fast that I screeched around the corner. There's nowhere for me to turn around to go check and see if she's alive. And I just kept driving. Feeling dirty. I think from any other perspective, it looked like a drive-by quartering. No! Uh, her expression was this. It's a true story. Um, so, if there's a lesson to be learned, don't give homeless people money while driving their car. Um, Alright, so true story. Before that day, there's always, and I say this all the time, there's always been a homeless guy standing on that corner. And this was the first time there was a homeless woman there on the corner. After that day, not even kidding, there's never been a homeless person on again. And I go by that every single day that after a voiceover, and there's not, and I'm always like, what happened? You know? Like, I, I imagine they meet under this bridge somewhere. It's like a barrel fire. There's a homeless guy standing there, like warming himself up, and this other guy approaches. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Okay. Where's Sally at? You didn't hear? <laughs> She's dead. Some guy killed her with quarters. We had just enough to bury her. Don't go to that corner anymore. True story. Except for that last bit with it meeting under the bridge. Well, I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Right? Why wouldn't they go there again? They've always been there, and now they just don't go there anymore. Oh. I, they, they must talk. They talk to you about you at the shelter and say, don't go there. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, see, I should run for office and I should carry a bag of quarters. <laughs> Walk around town and there, where there's a lot of homeless people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see? <gasps> it's like an urban legend <laughs> for all homeless people. They, they tell that to all their little homeless kids. So they go to bed at night. <laughs> the quarter man's gonna come get you. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. And the quarter man's gonna get you. <laughs> Screams no. If you listen late at night, you can hear his howl. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, there's other questions. Yes. Funniest thing while in the recording booth. Um, it wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> I was working on Wolf's Rain. Um, and uh, typically I like to try to show up early or whatever so I can read through my script and kind of figure out where, what's, where we're going uh, within the scene. But this one day I was running late, so I skipped breakfast. And so I get there just on time, you know. And I get in there and I, I'm starting to work, but after a while, my stomach, I can feel like it, it's wanting to start growling. 
You guys know that feeling, that emptiness, you know? You, you guys know it probably just from like taking a quiz or test and it's super silent. You're like, <laughs> you know, you're trying to, trying to like, boy, that guy's really loud. Uh, get him some water. Uh, but anyways, that's what I did. I was in the booth and every time I felt like my stomach was about to growl or make a noise, I would take some water, you know, and it shut it up. It worked, you know? It was like filling up the void or whatever it was. In my mind, it was like, a growly monster, like, I'm gonna growl, and I put water on his head, and he's like, whoa. So, so I just did that constantly, right? Every time I felt it, I was like, boom, gotcha. I feel like it, boom, right? So working on a little strain doing that. It's working for a good good while. And uh, out, of, out of nowhere, it's super silent. I'm about to deliver a line in my stomach. It growls, but it doesn't make a regular, like, where I can be like, oh man, that was my stomach, how embarrassing. No, instead it goes, <laughs> so, so I was like, that sounded like a fart, man. So I'm like, I thought I could squeeze out a silent one, but my butt cheeks were like, no. And so I was like, and I could feel their heads turn. The director, Mary Elizabeth, the director, and then and Dave, who was engineering, they both turned quickly towards me in the weird uh, window, and I was like, oh my gosh. It's like my second or third project I ever worked on. I was like, I'm never gonna work in this town again. And I look over, and they're like, and I, was, I was like, that was my stomach. <laughs> and Mary was like, oh. And, and I, was like, I was like, no, no, come in. I don't know what that means. Five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, and, and so she's like, oh, sure. I was like, no, come in. Come in. It smells fine in here. <laughs> just seriously, come on in. I didn't fart in here. It's, it was just my stomach. <laughs> so, funny now. But at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know why. Like, everybody has growly stomach. <laughs> Have you ever had that though, where it didn't do the regular growl? It's like, no. dang it, no. Don't eat breakfast one day. Just chill and do the water thing and see what happens. Yes. So during your, during pretty much your journey being a voice actor and things like that, have you ever had the pleasure of actually meeting some of the writers of, of some of the stories, like? Uh, actual, actual writers. Yeah, yeah, uh, Nightel I, I met, actually. Um, and he, he actually complimented me a lot on, on my take on Vash, which was very encouraging, actually. Because um, that was the first thing I worked on, you know, so it was really cool to hear from the original creator to say, you did a good job, or whatever. Although he kept making fun of my bright orange shirt. And, then, and I stopped wearing that after that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think he was the only one that I maybe met, though. Um, I've met other actors, like I've met the uh, voice actor for Ichigo, um, as well as Kanada. Um, I think there's another guy I met, but I can't remember. They're, they all look alike to me. <laughs> uh, come on, I'm half Asian, guys, okay? I can make that joke. Half of me is offended by that. <laughs> I may not look Asian, but in the mornings, I really do. <laughs> you guys can't say that. Can. Yes? Hey, uh, Super Dave Range for Big Show Entertainment Network. Um, 
How does it feel to come to an event like this and be able to interact with you? Oh, wait, that's who you are. That's who okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, we, I was got like, you on our I was interview like, schedule. I was like, no, man, I'm not Super Dave, but how do I tell him? <laughs> and this whole time, he's been in the wrong panel. <laughs> the sign's right here, man. No. Yeah, Donnie. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, what was the question? Yeah, we're supposed to interview you later, but uh, how does it feel to come to NDK and be able to inter interact with your fans? Oh, man, it's great. You know, this the reason... Well, it's like, okay, so if I'm working, I only have a little bit of time left, but when I'm in the booth, you know, and I'm, I'm doing whatever scene it is, everything's moving pretty fast, you know, right. and nobody's like stopping after each line, like, oh, great job, Johnny, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonderful, uh, and so you're just working, you know, you really are just working, trying to make sure you get everything done within the time that you're there for, um, and then, so this, like, if it was like theater, right, and I'm, it, we do a scene in the crowd will cheer or boo or whatever, that would be the, the reaction, you know, or the reward. Um, right. And so being able to come here, I really get to see what shows have had an impact on people. Um, and uh, I also get to see which ones didn't. <laughs> but uh, so it's really cool to uh, be able to meet people and find out the shows that, that really, uh, you know, just had that impact, you know. Right. A lot of them, surprisingly, have... Uh, really positive, well, that, I guess that's weird to say, but they've all been very positive, you know, no, nobody's ever come to me and you ruined my life. Uh, well, there was one guy, there was one guy, and one girl, actually, came that hated me. Was it, the, and the homeless lady, uh, hopefully she doesn't know who I was. <laughs> She's looking for me, right? She's the quarter man. She's the one that's going to defeat the quarter man. Um, Alright, um, I, I think that's all of my time for today uh, for this panel, but thank you guys so much. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.